Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Travel Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dan Chappelle, the Wealthy Travel Agent. And we're here today to talk about things that will help inspire you to become a more successful and a better travel professional. Today, I have Belvin Baldwin, who is with Showtime Travel in Atlanta, very successful at what he does. Uh, wonderful gentleman. I love talking with him. And so we're going to jump right in here and uh, talk to Belvin a little bit about how he got in the business and uh, some of the things he's done to be successful. So Belvin, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey Dan, thank you for this opportunity. You know, just a little things about myself. I'm the owner of Showtime Travel. I started off in this business, oh wow, a few years ago. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. And uh, it's been a tremendous run and I'm learning and I'm just so excited for the opportunity to be here and, and kind of you know, tell others about my journey. Great. So what drew you to the business? Because I, I uh, you know, you, you mentioned to me offline that uh, you, you came from a corporate environment and got into the travel. What, what was it that inspired you to do that? And, and what was the process to get there? I'm probably a little different from everybody else. So I was a, uh, I, I got my degree in engineering, uh, electrical engineering. Wow. And I became a salesperson because I didn't want to be in the office all the time. So I was a quote unquote sales engineer. So I was able to get out, talk to people, network and really sell. So um, what happened <laughs> when you're in the sales industry, sometimes you're expendable. <laughs> and I had, <laughs> <Yeah>. my fair, <laughs> had my fair share of layoffs. And so it's not sometimes because you're, you're bad at, at your job. It's just, Things happen, you know, the economy could be a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And usually the salespeople are sometimes one of the first to go. But I understand that's, the, uh, that's what you choose to get into. But I said after layoff, I said, hey, let me find something that I'm passionate about. And uh, travel was it. And I wanted to really learn about travel. I always like to explore and find uh, new things and, and new destinations. And after a layoff, I kind of started reading books and learning about becoming a, a travel agent or travel advisor, what we call ourselves now, a travel consultant. But uh, I learned a lot about that. And I said, well, you know, this is an industry that I, I'm, I'm passionate about. I'm, I'm passionate about travel. And, and so I jumped in. That's fantastic. You know, I always tell people that, uh, you know, those of us who've chosen careers in sales, you know, if you get fired or you get laid off, it's, it's typically not too much of a reflection on you. It's uh, we're, we're like, football coaches or, or soccer yeah. coaches, you know? <laughs> things don't go well for, for a little bit or, or the management decides they want to go a different direction. Yeah, different direction hey. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Yeah. So you're in Atlanta and uh, not far from where I actually grew up. And uh, it's a, it's a great city and a lot going on there. So you, you, you kind of made that transition out of the corporate environment into, into getting into uh, travel entrepreneurship. You know, I, we always talk about having a niche and why it's so important. Tell us about yours and how you came into that. Well, my niche is pretty simple. What I do is basically I design luxury vacations for busy professionals. So all they have to do is show up and enjoy. And I chose that niche because it kind of came to me. I was in a, when I first got into this industry, I was trying to design a lot of stuff by myself and I was a newbie, you know, and I, and, and just like any busy professional, we were thinking that you could just point and click and 
everything would be okay. So I saw a four star that, you know, that had great reviews. I get there and boy, was this bad. I mean, it was <laughs> terrible. And my wife wouldn't even go underneath the sheet. She had to sleep on top of the sheet. And I spent the next day trying to find a new vacation while on vacation. So I could understand, you know, the problems that some busy professionals have out there when they're looking for vacations. They outsource a lot of different things. Why not something that's important to them? Because I just can't imagine when you're out there and you, you know, you only have a limited amount of vacation time anyway. Right. You want it to be important. So, uh, so, you know, people are outsourcing. Some of my best clients come to me because they trust what I do. So what I do is just simply designing that luxury vacation for that busy professional. Now, from what I've seen, though, you kind of have a niche within their niche there as well. Um, the all-inclusives in, uh, in Mexico and, and other destinations around the world. Right, right. So we're doing, uh, we, we deal a lot with all-inclusive resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, but what we're also doing is, just like you said, all-inclusives around the world. Now, all-inclusive does not mean a particular, uh, you know, just your food and beverages and things of that nature. What we do is kind of put your excursions, uh, you know, even some reservations together, we put them all into a package. So we want to make sure that you have an itinerary when you go on vacation. You're not there trying to plan things to do, but you also have the freedom to explore and do things by yourself. Now, I'm assuming you get paid for that extra stuff that you've added in there? Well, yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're, of course. But that's some things that you have to learn as you grow into the industry. Because when I first started, we were doing a lot of things that, we weren't getting paid for. And um, that comes from experience and really not being that generalist and kind of making your niche because people will pay you for your niche. Yeah. So you drill it down to your niche and you, what, what I, I love something that you just mentioned there about, um, you know, planning their excursions and everything else, because there are suppliers out there outside of your cruise line, your tour company, your hotel and resort that will provide those for you and pay you a generous commission for those. So I, what I love is that you've learned over, the, over time how to maximize the value out of every transaction that you have. And I hope for those of you listening today, that's something you take away from this because that is key. Once you have a, a sale, once you have a customer, then it's so much easier just to add on the little things that they're going to buy anyway. So you might as well do it and get paid for it. I love that though. And that is phenomenal and fantastic there that we, we got going there. So yeah. the next question I have for you is, um, you know, obviously this is your niche. This is what you do. Where do your customers come from? How do you find them? Well, a lot of different ways. It's a lot of different platforms out there. When it comes to marketing, you'll see a, a variety of different social media posts out there that I put on either uh, Facebook, Instagram. You'll also see my videos on YouTube. I mean, you can check them out at Showtime Travel. Just look it up. You'll see those posts. But those posts are more for educating, engaging, and uh, probably a little bit of entertainment. But they always, mm -hmm. some, you know, they, they come with a call to action. And that's where the lead generation comes from as well. Another thing that I do is, is I intensely network, you know, I network with a purpose. So I get out there and I talk to people and I, and, uh, you know, uh, kind of find out if I can be that solution to a problem that they may have. And that's, you know, designing their vacation. So, you know, you have to, it's a, it's a, 
you can't just sit behind a computer. You have to go out there, shake hands, introduce yourself. And I find a, a, a lot of different kind of events and, and, and uh, organizations where I can network that, I, you know, that I could possibly see the like-minded people who will be potential clients for me. So would you say that most of your clients come from your general area, your, your geographical area, the majority of them? I would say, yes, the majority of them, but, you know, we do have a lot outside of the geographical area because once you start doing a good service for your clients, they refer you to others. And most of the time uh, when we're doing, for example, if we're doing groups, because we do a lot of celebration uh, vacations, maybe uh -huh. a milestone birthday or things of that day. So there are people coming from all over. And uh, once they get a taste of Showtime Travel, they refer our services to other people. And that's how we've grown throughout the country. But that's fantastic. So you're, you, but the, you would say that your base, that where you started from, was, was right under your feet? Right. Yes, it was. It was. You know, I grew a lot uh, here in Atlanta, metro Atlanta area. And you people know me in metro Atlanta. And the great thing is not only I've been a part of the community, so once you're part of the community, that's other places that you can network and 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 depend on uh, for you know potential clients. I always say you never really want you know how can I say this? You don't want to rely on family and friends because family and friends you know it, just like in your book, they they want to see what you're doing first, and uh, you don't want to just always rely on a friend. They don't want to hurt your feelings or things, and I understand that. So, but as you start building your, your sales network and, and your community, it's really just helping those out in the community, out in your local area, and the word will get around. Right. And you have the tools in this day and age. We have the tools that allow you to do that between YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what all, you know, you pick your platform and, and go from there. So what platforms are you working with primarily to expand outside of your core group? Well, you'll see me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's a platform that I don't think that a lot of people are taking advantage of is LinkedIn, especially if you're looking for, um, for, for my case, busy professionals. Uh, you will also see, well, on LinkedIn, you will see Belvin Baldwin. So if you want to connect with me, that's where I am. YouTube, Showtime Travel, that's our channel there. Uh, you will see us there, Instagram and Facebook. So you will see us on all those different platforms. What we also do as far as once we do get a uh, client or potential, it's it's nurturing them. It's putting them through that cycle. And, you know, if you're not doing email marketing, you're missing out. Uh, we, yeah. I use constant contact, but if you can, you can use any email marketing editor. Uh, and that is a great tool to always keep yourself in front of the client. Yeah. A lot of, I believe a lot of the uh, consortiums and host agencies actually have pre-done emails that'll go out on their behalf. Do you participate in anything like that? Are you a member of a host agency? I'm not a member of a host agency, but I am a consortium with uh, Nest. Fantastic. So I am a part of that. And they do have some different, you know, uh, articles and flyers and, and everything else that you could present those to the customer. But what I would ask that people do is really customize them. Don't just send it as a general letter. You know, you may, you know, you want to make sure that you're putting yourself first. So when you're putting yourself up there, because you're the expert, you're the person that they're leaning on for expertise. So if you get something from a, a travel supplier, kind of put it in with your context and your message and add it on that way. And that's what it's helped me because I just can't put XYZ supplier's name out there. And by the way, I'm Showtime Travel. No, you have to put yeah. Showtime Travel and what your services are 
And by the way, this is a special or, or something that we feel that will be fit for you, the customer. Yeah, I think that's a great piece of advice because as an industry, you know, we're, we're pretty much trained from a marketing standpoint, uh, whether it's through email, advertisements, whatever, to basically just take a supplier's ad and, and tag it. Meaning, you know, put, right. your, put your little, it's all big uh, Palace Resorts or Royal Caribbean or Car, whatever the, you know, Crystal Cruises and then little bitty Showtime travel with your contact information down there. This needs to be about you because you are, yeah. it's, you're, you're not a travel agency business. You're, in, you're a, a business in the business of selling travel. And that's the difference. There's a, there's a big difference there. And, and I love that you shared that advice because that, that that's really a key mind shift that people can, if you make that shift, then it's about you, not about the supplier. And there's a, there's a big difference there. And you'll be able to take care of the customer a lot better. So what, along the lines of mind shift real quick, what kind of advice do you have for our listeners to kind of shift their mindset from being more of a marketing and a, and a travel agent to uh, becoming a, a sales-focused uh, business person? Well, I always say this. You have to have that business mindset, you know, and you have to make sure that you have systems in place. And one thing is to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, you, you know, I, I think that's what's helped me out a lot is the only way you're really going to grow is getting out of that comfort zone. So if you're a person that's afraid to talk to others about your business, you have to really get out and do it. That is the only way you're going to grow. I know a, a big fear of some people, you know, uh, we talk about sales and I come from a sales background and, uh, you know, I talk to other agents out there and they're intimidated by sales but right. if you're in this industry you have to sell and the reason they're intimidated is because they're a fear of rejection mm -hmm. and you can't have the the reason you have a fear of rejection is because you're scared of what could be or what the outcome could be what i've done to tackle that is this you're presenting a solution to a problem out there and all you're really trying to do is find those people who have that problem yeah, that is it. That's all. That's all sales is. Yeah. It's not. It's not the. You know, I know the scary person thinking of knocking on door. No, all you're doing is just like I remember in your book when you were just talking about when you were going door to door there in the rejection, and then you know the supervisor came and kind of helped you out. That's yeah. all sales is. It's just saying, hey, let me tell you something. I design luxury vacations for busy professionals, so all they have to do is just show up and enjoy. Are you a busy professional? Did we can help you with this problem? Some will say yes, some will say no. That's basically what sales is. So what I love is how you've got it dialed in. Uh, you know, you know who you are, you know who you serve, and you know what you sell. And yeah. you put that all together, and man, that's a great package there because it, it, it allows you just to concentrate on growing the business and doing what you need to do than worrying about the things that you can't do anything about which is exactly there. So let's, let's talk for a second here about fail. You know, we, you, come, you, you come from a sales background. I, I come from a sales background. We're, we're used to getting kicked in the gut. You, you know, that's part, part of the, part of the game. Um, so, so let's, let, let's talk about some of those gut punches here for a second here, you know, cause that's what most people usually see. Most people usually see, they look at the successes that you have. They don't see, you know, the sacrifices and the failures and the things that happened that, that helped you get to that point. You know, 
Tell us a little bit about something where you got punched in the gut when it comes to, you know, we, you talked about it corporately, what happened, but, you know, as you were building your business up, what, tell us a, a one or two things that might have uh, hit you in the gut and you might have learned from a little bit. Well, it's so many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you, when you come into this industry, everybody kind of thinks that it's just booking. I, you know, I can book a trip for you. You know, I could point and click and that's, you know, that's it. And that's the wrong, uh, you have a lot more to work on other than that. And that's the wrong uh, attitude. And it's just, it's not what this business is all about. And one of the biggest failures that I have just overall is becoming a generalist. Sometimes this industry will point you to mass market, you know, big box sale. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, you, you want to kind of do everything if somebody comes you to you with a uh, travel uh, request you want to take it you know you want to take every little thing from booking a small hotel in little rock arkansas to an extravagant maybe uh, guided tour in europe so you're trying to take them all but you're a generalist and um what do they say you know what is that saying if you're if you do everything you're you're a master of nothing uh or, right. or, or i can't even think of it yeah. <laughs> but you really have to specialize and that's what's helped me grow is specialization. So you really have to specialize. You have to make sure that you are with the right type of suppliers, because if you become a generalist in this industry, you really can't get the maximum potential out there in this industry. Yeah. And we, you know, that's, that's the one thing that a lot of folks don't think about is as a, whether you want to call yourself travel agent, travel advisor, whatever, you're still a representative. You have the ability to sell every, just about every single product out there. And it's easy to get caught up in the white noise and, and take, you know, particularly when you're first starting out, you know, I'm going to take this, this, and this, and this just because I need to make a sale. And I get that. Right. But the reality of it is you're not going to grow to the level that you, you want to grow to without becoming a specialist because people need to, you, you have to, you have to be valuable to them. And, and if you're selling right. something that they can get anywhere else, because that's the truth, we all pretty much sell the same thing for ballpark, same price. What is it that sets you apart? And specialization is the key. And, and that's a great, great way to, you know, pick yourself up from trying to be all things to all people to really growing the business to where you are today. So I commend you for that. That's, that's fantastic. What, uh, what kind of plans do you have to grow and scale your business? Well, you know, we always look for ways to grow and scale. And, uh, you know, I look at strategic partnerships. And that is something that I've learned in this industry. You really have to have strategic partnerships, not only with uh, different suppliers, but, you know, clients as well. Mm -hmm. And with us, we're really partnering with niche clients that we know that will be beneficial to our customers. And that sometimes are not the uh, travel suppliers that your clients will know. I mean, I'm introducing new suppliers, new destinations that my clients have never even heard of. And that's mm -hmm. great. But they, these uh, suppliers specialize in a, usually in a specific destination or for a specific demographic of people. So it is, it is a, it's, it's a win-win for me. Uh, another one that, that I'm using to scale my business as uh, systems. Uh, you really have to have systems for lead generating and prospecting. So we are setting up those systems up and making sure that they're robust as we continue to grow. So you're, you're, you've got your lead generation. So you've got your, uh, your online stuff that you're doing. 
And then, uh, so what I'm hearing is you've got two separate funnels, basically, or everything going into one funnel. And then you're prospecting, which is, uh, I think you mentioned earlier, where you're going out and you're, you're focusing on existing customers, networking events, proactively getting out there and asking for the referrals to help build the business that way and generate two, two uh, uh, streams coming into that sales funnel. Right. We have, the, we have those two streams coming in from really from our prospecting, from the network, and we have them uh, from networking and also just engagement that we're getting from, uh, from our, our posts and social mm-hmm. media posts that are coming in. So we, we're always getting something new into the funnel, and you want to keep that funnel growing and growing and growing. And what you all, you know, what you're doing is getting the feedback from your clients and, and looking at the analytics of your post and trying to see what is entertaining, what is engaging. But not only out out there, you kind of you, you're talking to your client, and especially when my clients come back, I always ask them, "What did you like about this destination, and what did you like about using Showtime Travel?" We always do a, a post uh, vacation uh, survey, and you know, once you kind of get that information, it helps you hone in to the right type of client out there that is a good fit for you. Yeah. So would you would you is it safe to say that pretty much everything that you do has one end goal and that is to create a sale <laughs> yes you have to make a sale uh <laughs> sales is the name of the game here uh you know sales is a physical game uh, it's just like i said it's, you have to go out there and really shake hands and get out there and talk to people and have people hear your hear your message but the main goal is to sell and uh we we push that a lot yeah, I think a mistake a lot of folks make is they in their whether it's their online marketing, advertising, whatever it is, uh, they go straight for the sale rather than try to nurture that that relationship. And if you want somebody, particularly somebody that's uh, cold coming off of a, a like an internet lead or something like that, you want them to do business with you. That's not price based. You gotta you gotta cultivate that relationship. I mean, you don't walk into a bar and ask you know ask the first girl or a guy you meet to marry you. You know, right? <laughs> There's a courting process you go through before you get there, and uh, so that's cool. So hey, as we yeah, get that, towards the that courting process, can be your message that you're putting on social media as well and different yeah. posts. That part, that way, that way they keep you engaged. I, I just got a request that just came in through a, a private message just from, from my pictures alone and, and things of that nature because they, and I looked at it, he sent a request in 2018 and he just came, it just came today. So, yeah. I mean, he, well, he started the process in 2018 saying thank you and everything, but he's been looking at me online and then he says, okay, I'm ready to move forward now. So that can be the, the process as well is, is, it's basically keeping people engaged by uh, do that do that sales process. It's just posting certain things that are engaging, uh, educating, and entertaining. Fantastic. Okay, so we, as we wrap up here, we got I got two more questions for you because uh, this has been great. I think there's a ton of information that uh, that our listeners can uh, can benefit from. These next two questions are ones I ask of everyone. What are three things you wish you had known? before you started on your journey as a travel professional, entrepreneurial journey as a travel professional? Three things. And if you only got well, one or two, that's okay this. too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I have three. Let's, let's start off with this. And I, and I probably said this before, but it's, it's so true. 
you have to specialize. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's probably the probably one of the biggest mistakes uh, out there for me because I was everywhere. Uh-huh. And you know, you save so much time. Now that that doesn't mean your specialization will will not change, but you have to be known for something. Right. So that was just number number one. Okay. Number two partner with the right travel suppliers. Uh, there are so many out there, but if you partner, when I mean partner, you, you, you strategize with, with the, what, you know, what you can bring to the table, you're using their, their marketing efforts. You're talking with the business development managers, do this with a set few of travel suppliers and you will grow tremendously. You have to, you know, just find the ones that are specific to the needs of your clients. And, uh, the last one, number three, market yourself as the go-to expert for that specialty. Um, you, you know, when you have to be that person, just like I said, when I'm networking out there, you have to be that go-to person for their needs. So mm-hmm. I would say push yourself and market yourself as the go-to expert for that specialty. So would you say that on that last one, I, I just want to expand on that a little bit, because I think a lot of folks have uh, what's known as imposter syndrome, where they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I've got a, I've got a pretty solid background in the industry myself, and sometimes I feel that way. But, um, but what is it that, uh, you know, how, do, what's a good way to overcome that? Well, I think, you know, uh, who hasn't? I mean, I've had it myself, you know, especially when you're dealing with luxury you know, how can I sell a, it's, I always kind of give this example. The guy that's selling the Ferrari doesn't own a Ferrari most of the time. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, the guy that's usually selling the million dollar homes that's in real estate and everything. Sometimes they don't even have a, a you know, but they have the answers to that, to that potential kinds problem. Mm-hmm. They have that solution. And that's where you come in. You're just, you're just providing a solution to a need or to a problem. And that's, that's how I've overcome that uh, imposter syndrome. I just come out there and I speak specifically, and that's just really where it comes with the knowledge, gaining the knowledge, doing the training with those specific suppliers. And you know, you know that if, if it's a destination that you're dealing with or certain suppliers, you know them like the back of your head. And that comes from studying and, and gaining that knowledge. So when you're talking to that client and you feel that imposter syndrome, what you do have is that knowledge to fall back on. Right. And you're just basically just kind of filtering and and questioning them to see if there's a need for your services. And you should be very confident with the training and knowledge you receive. Exactly. To answer those questions. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What is your definition of the wealthy travel agent? We all have, it's I think what I find is it's different with everyone. How do you define that? I like, you know, I've read your book. And I, I think what really sets a lot of people apart that, you know, who read the wealthy travel agent and, 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 the, and it's, it's a business mindset. You can't have a hobbyist mind coming into this. This is, you're an entrepreneur, you're in business for yourself. And when I say a business mindset, you're not, uh, you're looking how to grow and really turn this into a business. You're, you're really, you understand that it's sales. You're in, you're in a sales business. Mm-hmm. If you're not even selling the product, or services, you're selling yourself. And once you learn that, uh, that kind of separates yourself from a strong majority of agents out there. Next, I would say when it comes to um, 
the definition is systematically thinking and um, setting processes from, you know, from right now we have a, a sales funnel that every client goes through from prospecting where they are in the sales funnel. And then even after they make their first deposit where they are in their sales funnel, and we set kind of like KPIs or key performance in indicators to kind of know where they are, you know, based on how many uh, prospects we have, what we should expect in the future, and just things of that nature. When you have that business mindset, you will your head, uh, shoulders, and, and, and heads above everybody else. So you you are you are definitely above the, the journalist pack. Yeah, I think I, I I agree with you there. I think there's uh, there's those who get into it, you know, for a hobby. There's those who get into it to create a business. Most of the folks, I believe, the statistic last statistic I heard was um, more than fifty percent of the entire travel agent population, travel advisor population, is actually home based now. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're all independent contractors. Some will work for an agency, but just be home based. But it it is a definitely, I think, whether you're employed or whether you're uh, as an independent contractor, uh, having your own business, you have to take that mindset and, and wrap it around that and treat it like it's your own. Take ownership of it because it creates value across the board there. So, uh, Melvin, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been phenomenal having you on board. I always enjoy visiting with you. Um, you got great insight. I think our, our listeners are going to learn a lot from us. Uh, stay tuned for uh, new podcasts coming out every week. Welcome again to the Wealthy Travel Agent Podcast, and I look forward to sharing with you going forward. Now, let's get out there and make some money, guys. All right, let's do it.